Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball. Baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, a year ago, Eric, or did he, the voice of the Orioles for Baseball Isn't Boring, um, and... Someone we admire. We've admired ever since we started this project. And we continue to admire you because you ride the wave like nobody rides a wave. And I unfortunately, I think more times than not, the wave has been has been a good one for you. Um, but mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll remind you, I think it was around a year ago. It was stemming off of, uh, what was it, a panel discussion? Remember that? With Angelo? The press conference that Angelos was holding with the mayor of Baltimore to announce a scholarship fund through the Orioles that he held on Martin Luther King Day at the stadium and invited all the Orioles beat reporters and then said, how dare you ask me baseball questions on Martin Luther King Day? Have a little perspective. Hence why yesterday I said, how can you break this news on National Croissant Day? You know, we need to have some perspective. <laughs> so, so, but so it was a year ago. So it was just over a year ago. So mm-hmm. it was... And and the blood was boiling then. I think everybody's blood was boiling. There was this thought that the Orioles were gonna had the chance to be good, that they they had finished the year strong to, to 2022, 
And but this was sort of the sad trombone of the reminder. Oh man, you still have these owners. Well, I got news for you, my friend. You don't have those owners anymore. Wow. So how do you feel? How do you feel? I I legit could not sleep last night because my heart was just like beating out of my chest. Um, I mean, I'm ecstatic. I'm like everybody else. I at first. When I saw the tweet come across yesterday, I kind of looked at it and I'm like, what it puck news? I don't even know what puck news is. I've never heard of this. Like, this can't be real. And I sent it around and I was like, I don't know. Like, numbers are exchanged in this article. And like, we've never seen that before. Obviously, we've had the rumors and stuff. We had the Rubenstein rumors back in December, maybe right around Thanksgiving, early or late November. But I was like, I don't, th- this one feels different. And then like, I'm starting to text people and get some other texts and I'm like, Oh, this is, this is real. Like this is actually happening. And then I see, you know, Sports Illustrated, their AI bots or whoever is reporting it. CNN, <laughs> like CNN sports, Yahoo sports. I see Buster only starting to tweet about it. And I'm like, I think we're cooking here. I think that this is the real thing. And lo and behold, it, it, you know, the, the Baltimore banner comes out, which is the local paper. The sun says that it's true. Um, you know, and then uh, like the bomb drops, like, oh, by the way, Cal Ripken Jr. is, is in the, you know, the party or the, uh, the group that's buying it too. So it was just, I've, I've never, ever seen Orioles Twitter this like united and happy and just everyone was, had the exact same reaction. Like it, it seemed like that, like it's like the scene in Forrest Gump when they're walking through Vietnam and it's just pouring rain and it's miserable. And what does he say? And then one day it just stopped. And that was it. It just stopped. And now it's like, we're going to drink Dr. Peppers at the White House. Like, this is the best. This is awesome. I just pulled that analogy right out of my back pocket. I was going to say, man, if you do not, you should just like drop that that mic that's right next to you and just walk off. Because that was, you you couldn't have done a better job. That was to clip that scene so I can tweet that. Well, well, listen, as when the, when the Orioles are are getting the next $700 million contract for the next Otani, like you, we can play that clip. This is where, this is where the rain stopped. This is where it stopped because let's be honest. Through all the really, really good times that you've had over the, since basically since that Martin Luther King Day uh, press conference, there's always been the cloud of, well, you have this ownership. Well, you know, is this the reason why you didn't aren't going out and, and supplementing the roster with money, with free agents, with trades, with that maybe that would put, you know, make us feel even better, would make us feel like the Andrew Friedman Dodgers. There was always that cloud, right? Again, yeah. the rain has stopped. Stopped. It stopped. And and again, like we, I mean, you nailed it perfectly. Like every time something good hap- would happen, I mean, opening day, look at opening day. Adley goes five for five. They get the win in Fenway. And then like the next day, Angelos comes out and is like, oh, I don't know how we're going to be able to pay these guys to keep them. And it's like, what? Adley just had an all-time day behind the plate. You know, we had they won this exciting game, and that's what you're harping on. And again, it just and then I mean, we don't even that's just the tip of the iceberg. The whole Kevin Brown thing in the middle of the seat, you know, in the middle of the season in the summer when we got ESPN, we got Sunday night baseball for the first time in 78 years or whatever it was coming to Baltimore. And then the next week, it's like, oh, by the way, John Angelos is doing is suspending uh broadcasters for saying that they weren't that they used to not be good. So again, it was like every every time they took one step forward, it was two steps back, and they were little tiny steps because that little man John Angelos is like size four feet. 
So just the, uh, he's just any chance that he could to like to to just drown the happiness that Orioles fans had, he would do it. And it's funny. I don't know if you've even seen the governor came out today, like a couple minutes ago, and was like, "I I wasn't told about this this sale at all." And they they met with him three weeks ago to sign the lease agreement. And so they're like, we weren't told at all. So now they're like, we feel this, you know, we were lied to when we were this and that. And it's like, it's just Johnny Boy. That's Johnny Boy getting one last dig in before yeah. he, uh, where he has to go. So, so, so the, okay. There's two, there's a lot of different layers to this. Number one is like you said, I think it could have been, it could have been Forrest Gump himself who bought the team. It doesn't matter. As long as the uh, Angelos wasn't owning the team, there was that element of it. Like it's, yeah. And I don't know how much of a deep dive that people. I'm sure people have taken deep dives into into the new owners, but the first step was getting the owner that you didn't like out that you knew you knew what that person was doing. You knew their approach. You documented it. That's number one. Number two is all right. Now the dust has settled. What do we have now? How do you feel about that? Because it's great to have a new owner, but I've there's different levels of owners. There's the Steve Cohen's and there's the, you know, the Red Sox are going with this weird, like what version of John Henry are you getting? Um, this all, it's all all over the place. So congratulations to getting rid of the old guy, but how do you truly feel about the new guys? I mean, we're, a lot of us are very happy. Again, I've done deep dives. I, I've, you know, read a lot of stuff about Rubenstein and in the Carlisle group and all that. Um, and again, it's, he's from Bethesda, which is about, it's, it's, it's closer towards DC. But again, him growing up, he's 70, I think five or 74, 75 years old. That's, by the way, that's good. You know why? Cause he wants to win now. When you're old, you just want to win. Yep. Yep. It's, um, it's but, a John Middleton thing. It's so not to interrupt you. It's a John Middleton thing. And not John yeah. Middleton isn't like super old, but John Middleton said about John Middleton is the owner that you want. John mm-hmm. Middleton was the guy who said, you know, hey, listen. Uh, I'm sure that the 1927 Yankees weren't worried about their bottom line. And this is my legacy. This is my legacy. I don't care if I lose money. This is my legacy. So anyway, mm-hmm. that's I'm, I'm p- painting a good picture for you. But go ahead, continue. No, and and I mean you nailed it again. There were some good quotes. I forget what he was talking about, but he had said something like that, where it's like when it comes to he said like I'm I'm one of the only private equity you know people that does, that I, I don't own a sports team you know or you know I'm sure he's not one of the only ones, but he's like you know. And he said something like, "When you when you're dealing with sports teams, like you you understand that at times you are going to lose money." But he was like, it's, "That's not what it's about. You don't buy the sports team, you know, to make money. Some owners do, and again, you see that in Colorado and Pittsburgh and the towns where they kind of go into the season knowing we're not going to win the World Series, but let's let's see how much cash we can get this year." Um, but I, I'm I'm very excited because again, I mean, he like I said, he's 75. You know, his net worth is, is, it's almost $4 billion. He bought the Magna Carta for $21 million just to have it. Like, if that's not, you know, like that's the owner that I want. Cause everyone's like, well, how do we know he's going to spend money? You know, what if he's an old man? What if he just sits on his checkbook? And I said, he bought the Magna Carta. He spends money. Like, I, I don't know how to get that through your head. If I had Magna Carta money, there isn't anything I wouldn't, you know, I would spend on everything. So. Again, a local guy who is very, very rich, who has these connections. Um, here's an interesting connection too that a couple people here have picked up on. He co-founded the Carlisle Group with a guy. Um, I forget his last name. It's I think it was something Rosenbaum. 
mm-hmm. um, back in the eighties, I think. And Rosenbaum is involved in a couple owning a couple minor league teams, but they work together very closely. Um, when Mike Elias was hired, one of his first moves was to hire Eve Rosenbaum, who is the daughter of the guy that Rubenstein founded the Carlisle Group with. So a couple of weeks ago, again, everyone's like, "There's, there's a connection here. I don't know what it means, but it, it, you know, it's something." But again, he seems tied in. He seems to want to win. He has the money to spend. So unless, unless he's putting on an incredible like fake. You know, I I think we are in for for a very good time, and I think he's going to open the checkbook and extend guys, and you know, lure free agents here. So I'm well, you know, we're very excited it, about. It. You know, along with being old, I think the other combination is it's important too. I should say this: be even before being older and wanting to win, is being semi-local too, because mm-hmm. if you aren't, if you don't understand what it means to to the fan base. Or have a sense, and like you said, Bethesda isn't like next door, but it's close enough. He understands what it means. Then, then you do. Sometimes you do get the the owner from across the country. You said, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to get my my team, but I'm not going to look bad in, in my circles and lose money." But no, no, this is I, I'm optimistic. So, in other words, I love the Magna Carta thing because now we can call the Adley Rushman extension the Magna Carta of baseball. Correct? I mean. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. So, so, but that's speaking of, so that's, that's the thing. So, so where, what do you do now? It's, it's not like you're going to go out and just, this offseason isn't what this is about, right? It's not what this is about. It might be the trade deadline, maybe is what it's about. But more importantly, the, the biggest thing is now he has to go all Anthopolis. He has to go Anthopolis. That's what the Orioles mm-hmm. have to do. That has to be like, here's there's the money. This is what I mean, if any team needs to do this, he needs to get the the get these guys to be like, hey, the the world of extensions, it's it's blowing up, and we have to be mm-hmm. ahead. Of, we have to do what the Braves do, have done, and even then some. So I don't know if you agree. Yeah, yeah, no. And I was talking with some people last night about that too. And and you know, I, again, a lot of people are like. You know, maybe we can get Adley signed by opening day or maybe we can get Gunner. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like, we, let's pump the brakes on that. Like, I'm not expecting anything within the next 60 days or whatever. But again, I, I think this is the time to send the message. I think this is where, you know, Elias can go to Adley and just say, you know, hey, this is happening down the road. You know, let's, let's talk in a couple of weeks or something like that once everything kind of irons itself out. I add the extensions, I think are a massive thing. I think there's a couple guys that you could talk to soon. I think Adley is one of them. Um, I, you know, again, guy like Grayson, they have Colton Cow, they have all these guys. The, the thing with the extensions though that worries me is Jackson and Gunner are both Boris guys. And we know, I mean, Jackson is not signing, you know, they're not signing before they get the free agency. So yeah. that's kind of, again, I'm like, well, maybe with Magna Carta money, you can make that happen, but. You know, who knows? But but yeah, the extensions, that's been a thing that's talked about. And I think that has to be the first thing they do rather than go out, like you said, spend on free agents and get that tie hometown kids down and 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 let them know like, hey, we're building around you. We want to make you guys the core of this team because they are and and reward them handsomely for it. Well, you know, the 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 biggest thing is, first of all, you never know unless you ask. Right. So you're right. I mean, this is. The challenge is the challenge with the extensions. And I've gone through this enough. I've seen all different waves of the baseball guy, uh, the the version of 
players not wanting to take extensions. Now they panic. They want to take extensions. And uh, I and Eric, like I always go back to the what Mookie Betts told me, like in his last year with the Red Sox, he said the toughest one to turn down was the first one because mm-hmm. you never see that much money. Now yeah. it's tougher when you have Boris because Boris is like they'll that's the ultimate. Hey. let me handle this. I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think that it is important to go these guys and it's becoming earlier and earlier and earlier. Think of, of, look at what just happened in Detroit, Detroit to sign extension. Uh, Look at what happened in Milwaukee with with Churio. The idea that you go to a Jackson holiday and you say, we are absolutely going to blow you out of the water. And maybe, you know, we'll throw some opt-outs in there along the way. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. not – this is how baseball is now. And if if there's any team now prepared to do it, it's the Baltimore Orioles, which is crazy because, conversely, we know what wasn't going to happen because you just said it. The previous owner was like, I don't know how they're going to assign these guys. Like, I don't – like, that is the I most – that must have been prices. the most – that must have been the most demoralizing thing of all time. Yeah, and and that's again. He would say that you know, well, we're gonna have to raise prices in the stadium. And I remember tweeting, being like, "I'd pay fifty five dollars for a hot dog if they won a World Series. I don't care. Like again, if it helps keep the guys here, I'll pay thirty dollars for a beer. I do not care. I just want to win. And so again, it and that was the, that was a thing. You know, any blog I wrote, any tweet I had that got the Yankees fans or Red Sox fans, it was always. Well, they're going to trade Adley. They're going to trade Gunner. They're, you know, they're not, you guys aren't going to sign him. And now it's like, okay, you know, now, now those tables are starting to turn. And, and again, I think those extensions are things that, that I think are likely that, that we could see happening. And again, you mentioned it with Jackson. The only thing with Jackson, it's interesting because again, I mean, the holidays, they have generational wealth. Like they, right. the, the holidays are not scraping up pennies underneath the couch guys. I don't know if you saw the compound that MLB tweeted out. Like, you know, so again, with Jackson, again, you hope it's like he's not in it all for the money. But I don't know. It, again, it, it it seems like a good problem to have now because again, now we can sign these guys. It seems like and 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 you can throw Magna Carta money at anyone and anyone in your uh, in your farm system. So. Between between the uh, the Forrest Gump analogy and the Magna Carta, we we uh, we have a lot of T shirts being re- ready to make. I'm, I'm- the wheels are just the wheels are turning i can tell you re-energized uh so (laughs) speaking of which how re-energized is the fan base because you correct me if i'm wrong it seemed like it was sort of a slow build last year in terms of getting people there by the end it was great right you had the bird bath you had the place was packed and everything else but it was still a slow build because it took a long time to heal those wounds how much how 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 much of the healing process does this uh uh I guess like spin it forward for the fan base when this happens? In other words, are you are do you immediately go out and sell more tickets? Do you do you have the energy that you have in more people? Yeah, I, I think hundred percent. And and I don't know how true they were, but I, I had a couple people last night being like, I literally I just renewed my season tickets. I just paid for them. Like after all the new, you know, it was like ten or eleven o'clock. But they're like, I called my ticket rep at seven o'clock after I saw the news. I re-upped, you know, like I was on the fence about it. I know someone who owns one of the stands, um, who operates a stand in, in, um, in Camden Yards. And he said, our contract was up after this year. And we, we talked about it. There was no way we were going to resign. He goes, really? We're, 
we're back. He goes, we're hundred percent back. I mean, people are, people are going to the bars, right? Outside of, Cam- outside of Camden Yards last night, they had streamers and they had the, it was like new year's. They were throwing confetti around. I, I legitimately thought about going down there, but yeah, people, people are legitimately excited. And again, there, I mean, you know, people were like, I'm, I was already going to spring training and now I'm, j- I, I want to go now. I want it to be tomorrow. Like I, you know, I'm, I am itching. So yeah, people are excited. Um, I mean, opening day is, is always a festivity, but it should, it should be a scene there. And, and again, not, not just opening day. That's how it used to be in Baltimore. And I'm sure all the places where it's bad opening day is the party. And then you can go to the game two days later for $11 and sit, yeah. you know, four rows behind a dugout. But no, I mean, people are people are psyched, and and again, coming off, especially with the way that the season ended, you know, getting swept and and really didn't have a chance in in any game except for game one. But and and then again with signing Craig Kimbrell, and that's it. You know, that's pretty much it. This offseason, people were people were itching and kind of being like, oh, same old Orioles. You know, this is this is it. This is kind of it. And now it's kind of like, all right, well, the last couple of weeks they've they've done nothing, and maybe. Maybe we're peeling back the layers here, and this is why they haven't been able to do anything because kind of wrapped up in this sale. But people are definitely like rejuvenized. Um, you know, there's energy going around. Twitter again has just been fantastic. Usually, it's a cesspool of negativity, and it's just roses and flowers and and dandelions. It's it's wonderful. So yeah, people uh, are, people I, are. I, I, I should ask you this: uh, How and you sort of uh, insinuated, but how out of nowhere was this? Like you, 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 like you said, you could, you know, you couldn't sleep, and people are partying in the streets, and usually, like that's that's the best thing when there isn't the the slow build to it. Then it's just out of nowhere. How out of nowhere was mm-hmm. it? I'm doing work. I get off work at six o'clock every day. It was like five fifty, and I'm like, all right, I'm getting dressed. I was like, I'm gonna go get some Chipotle after this again, and then this, the the bombshell. Nobody again. We we had heard a couple weeks ago the Rubenstein thing. Like, oh, he's interested. You know, that's when we all got all high and mighty on him. And then Angelos quickly came out and was like, no, no, we're not, you know, I'm not planning on selling again. When they signed the lease agreement a couple of weeks ago, he's like, oh, you know, I'm selling, I'm, I'll always be the owner, blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, all right, sure. That's what everyone says. Um, but again, this quite literally came out of nowhere last night. There was no, like, I got a text last week saying that, you know, what I'm hearing is Rubenstein is still planning on buying it. What they're going to do is buy in a small portion and then obviously work their way up with the new, I guess that's the new way they have the new owners coming in and doing it. Um, and they said, you know, Peter is 94. His dementia is, 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 is it's really bad. And again, he's 94. And then they said, you know, once he dies, the inheritance tax will kick in. Um, and then Rubenstein and company will take over the rest. That could have been. You know, he said, I have no time frame. That could be tomorrow. That could be in eight years. You know, nobody knew. But again, this, this quite literally came out of nowhere. There was no like, I'm here, you know, beat reporters. I'm hearing this or, I, you know, something's going on. This is something is happening behind the scenes. There was nothing. I saw the puck article get retweeted by John Oren. And I was like, I think, I think this is it. I think this is real. And then again, we all read it and and it was about. It was as real as it can get. So, uh, it, yeah, it, it literally came out of nowhere. No one was expecting this. Just your average Tuesday night. And then uh, all of our lives changed for the better. All right. Last thing is that, you know, spring training's around the corner. And like you said, the one of the things is I don't think the Orioles are alone. There's a lot of teams sort of like saying, hey, you know, what's going on? Why haven't we done anything? Mm-hmm. And including teams, obviously, in the division. The Red Sox, the Blue Jays signed Justin Turner, but it's not Otani and, and – mm-hmm. And even the Yankees who get Soto and Verdugo and and Strowman, 
all right, we're let's let's keep going. Yep. But there is sort of like this. All right, what are you going to do? But the, the the Orioles, it still feels it. I don't want to say it doesn't matter because their additions are going to be the guys that are in spring training. The the um both MLB Pipeline and um uh who else just came out with it? ESPN just came out with their top hundred list, right? And obviously they're filled with the Orioles. And I had on uh, we had on Sam Dykstra MLB Pipeline, and we talked about Jackson Holiday of being in spring training. We all know we're all looking forward to seeing Jackson Holiday in spring training. But for you, the Orioles spring training is going to be so interesting. Who is the who is the guy that you really want to see play a lot play in spring training? Because this is what it's all about, right? Every, we will, yeah, Jackson Holiday. We we know, but who is the guy mm-hmm. that you like? This is the guy I want to see play. It's probably Colton Kowser. Kowser came up last year. Again, he was an outfielder, um, can play all three positions, the lefty bat. Um, he was raking at AAA, ended up getting called up, started slow, kind of found his footing, and then kind of just nose, nosedive back down, and they sent him down to, to AAA. Um, he won the championship. He had a 455-foot lefty-on-lefty grand slam in the championship game. Um, but again, he, I mean, he's, he's basically a Nick Markakis where they're like, he's going to hit 280 to 290, 20 home runs, and he's going to play, you know, gold glove caliber defense. He, he disappointed last year, and I think he knows it, and, and he knows, you know, this is my shot to, I mean, he's, he's basically the outf- the right fielder of the future, the left fielder of the future, you know, so he's, he's a guy that I think a lot of us have eyes on. Um, we, we thought he would be better last year, and he just, he couldn't handle it, and and I think it was very evident early on. But I, I'm I'm excited for him. And then another guy is Kobe Mayo, who who um, ESPN has him as ni- at 19. Um, I think he's a, he's one of the top third baseman prospects. But I met him for the first time at the caravan last week. I mean, he's six foot four. He's like 230 pounds. He's he's Chris Bryant. Like he is a massive, massive kid with a power swing. Like the right field, the left field fence at Camden Yards is not going to be an issue for him. Um, and that, again, this is kind of one of those, like, well, where can we fit him in, you know, because you got Gunner and you're going to have Jackson, you got Jordan Westberg, you got all these guys. So those, those two, I I'm very excited to see again. Mayo has like legitimate, oh my God, power. Like it, it, he's going to put on a show in some places. So those two guys I think are, are my big ones. And again, Kowser is ESPN has him as the 50th ranked prospect. So he's not like forgotten about, but we kind of saw him come up last year and he disappointed, but he, I'm, I'm pumped to see him this year. I think he bounces back and and contributes big. No, I, I mean, you, and, and there's so many you have even said. Like it's crazy. It's like Heston Kerstad and mm-hmm. and you know, it's it's, it's so it's going to be a fun. You are going to spring training. I I'm going to make it a point that you go to spring <laughs> training somehow, I some way. And and uh, all you have to do is wear that orange and black T-shirt around. Uh, that says baseballs and boring everywhere you go. Um, <laughs> All right. Hey, man. Always good catch. I'm so happy for you. Uh, it's Thank good to you. see a smile on your face. And you're, honestly, every time I've seen you for the last nine months, you've had a smile on your face. So good yeah. stuff. And it's excellent, by the way. You 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 gave us a couple sayings that are going to live in, live forever. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I pulled those out, but I, I, <laughs> I, I like those. I thought, you're, in the, I thought you're, you're in the zone. You're in the zone. <laughs> All right.